Welcome to the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. It's me, Brett Steele, and it is a special Thanksgiving edition of the pod. It's just me and the legend himself, Mr. Jonathan Detroit Haynes. How you doing, man? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, man? Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, Phil is out this week. Um, so, for, for this week, what we're going to be doing is going over our thankful list when it comes to football slash fantasy football as well. This should be a good time. We'll recap, uh, we'll recap week, uh, week 11, and we'll, of course, we'll do our week 12 previews as well. So without further ado, let's run down these week 11 scores. Take it away, Detroit. All right. We lead off with the Dunbar Dobermans headed to the Baboli Bearded Bastards. Dobermans came in as an underdog, and they proved that they're not an underdog by kicking the bastard's ass by a whopping eight points. <laughs> now, Deontay Johnson led the team with 23 points. Actually, Desmond King, his defensive player, had 28. Uh, for the Bastards, Derek Carr with an unimpressive eight points. Ooh, his offense had a lot of guys in single digits. That's never good. Russell Wilson with eight points. Uh, bad time for the Bastards to take a loss. They're now looking outside of the playoff picture as the Dobermans win 214 to 206. Next up, we have the Kanawha County Kings hosting the Commission's South Hills Evil Empire. Jalen Hurts, who would ever doubt this man, having a great season. He puts 31 up. Elijah Moore, the, the nice rookie highlight for the Kings, leads all scorers for them with 30 of his own. And the man having the quietest, best season for a running back this year has to be Joe Mixon. He pours in another consistent 24, and the Evil Empire improved a 9-2, and two, beating the Kings 229-178. to 178. Next, we go to Hurricane as the Wampus Cats host the Marmette Midnight Riders what turned out to be an absolute shootout, highest scores of the week. Uh, the Midnight Riders were just rolling with 41 points from Eckler, 37 from Jefferson, 20 for Hill, 20 for Allen, 20 for Wing. I could just keep going, all these 20s on his team. Hurricane, though, they scored a lot of points with Herbert with 36. Uh, he had Three defensive players over 25 points, but it just wasn't enough as the Midnight Riders just exploded for 291 points while the Hurricane and Wampus Cats scored 262. Next, we have the garbage game of this week <laughs> with the Mega Powers being hosted by the Wake Forest Lumberjacks. Zach Ertz continues to uh, ball out with his new team in Arizona. He scores 29 Somehow, Colt McCoy leads all scorers for the Mega Powers with 25 of his own. Mika Parsons, 18. Ooh, nice little pickup there from the Mega Powers. Nick Job returns to form, scoring 22. And the Lumberjacks somehow get a W without crossing the Fildoza line. I don't know where this ranks in Mega Powers history as far as low scores. Got to be in the top five. Lumberjacks win 192. We're going to round this up to 150. <laughs> Next, we go to Las Vegas as the defending champs take on their good buddy Eric and the Roxalina Renegades. 
Wow, the Renegades exploded this week. 53 points from Jonathan Taylor as he continues to be the number one fantasy running back. 23 points from Jalen Waddell, a rookie. <clears throat> 19 for Tyrod Taylor. <clears throat> you look at the gamblers, they were pretty consistent. Brady with 20, Connor with 20, DJ Moore with 16. Just wasn't enough as the guy from Rocks Atlanta takes down his good old buddy Nick. You hate to see it. 261 to 246. Finally, we have our game of the week. The River Rats are hosted by the Polka Pharmacist. Mr. Dependable as duct tape himself, Kirk Cousins, leads the Pharmacist with 28 points. The connection of Rodgers and Adams combines for 69 points for the River Rats. But it ain't enough. As scary Terry McLaurin pours in 21 for the cause for the pharmacists and they improve to a winning record six and five two 29 to 190 and that's it for your kdfl week 11 recap and i tell you what the river rats are in trouble <clears throat> no room to talk about anything right now man we just <clears throat> what lamar just gets sick doesn't play I got injuries everywhere. The whole Buffalo running back situation. <clears throat> it's just not good. This week, I've got Eric, no Kelsey. Next week, I got another playoff contender, Mike. I got to play without Adams and Rodgers because they're on a bye. That, that, late, that late bye. There's buys in week 14. Yeah, it's crazy. That's pretty wild. Um, it's now, not looking good. I do, I do want to do a couple of highlights because we're getting to the point of the year. Some of these teams have been there almost all year, where there's teams that are just playing for pride, of course. And I want to highlight uh, some few things because the Kings, look at this, look at these last four games here. 14.6, 27.4, 14.9, 29.6. That's Elijah Moore's last four games. That is a nice bright spot for the Kings. And they are leading the rookie of the year uh, odds right now with Mac Jones as well. So, um, you think, oh, yeah, I guess it's. It's Steve's winning. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's him right now. I think he's the betting favorite right now. Um, I, I would have to say that. Um, I mean, Harris is probably close. Yeah, it's a running back is the problem. I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I think Harris is more valuable to the Steelers than Mac Jones is to the Patriots right now. But uh, but um, yeah, the betting favorite right now is Mac Jones. On the defensive side, Mr. Parsons, let's oh, go, yeah. dude. Uh, we're so record, we're recording late that. Friday. That, was it you that I sniped with it? Yes. Okay. Okay. I knew it was somebody. I thought because after you told me, I'm not going defense. I'm not going defense. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, but he looks like a one man wrecking crew, so so pretty happy with yeah. that. Um, and and I know he didn't score a ton, but uh, to get a win over the Bastards, the Dovermans, I mean. That's a consistent score, 215. If you because if you score 215 to 225, I know from experience, you'll be right around that 500, a game above, a game below mark. Um, so that, that's a good improvement for him. Um, the Wampus Cats, I don't know. Of the, of the three, of, well, not, I'll just take Reed out of it. Let's take the Dermans out of it. Would you rather be the Wampus Cats or the Kings? Which Wampus team would Cats. you rather – Wampus cats because the quarterback uh, baseline. Yeah, yeah. And, and all the I think picks. He's, I, I like that he's got all the picks, but I also like that he's got Pollard. Because mm -hmm. I think yeah. Zeke's days are numbered. 
already seeing that starting to fall off. I know he's banged up or whatever, but man, it's almost like people saw that coming and voiced their opinion about a trade to help ignite <laughs> this season. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see. I know they're considering. I guess the story is they're considering benching him to let him get healthy. Pollard just looks so much more explosive. Yeah, just looks like he just yeah can put, hit the gas a lot quicker. Um, Let's see here. That's something play for. I know we dodged uh, Mr. Boyle on Thanksgiving. I don't know if you've seen this. Have you seen his college stats? It's been no. a huge talk. Oh, you haven't seen this. Uh, probably half the people that were listening to this have already heard this a million times. But uh, do you know where he went to college first? Uh, isn't it like something like Eastern Kentucky or something? I uh, know uh, UConn. So okay. UConn, known for their football program, obviously. Do you know? <laughs> I don't know how he's in the NFL. I don't know how what what people saw, and he's. I mean, he's been in there what four years? More than that. Really? He's been in there a, a while in the NFL. I mean, he graduated in 2015. Presumably, he's been bouncing around since then. All right, Mr. Boyle threw 13 interceptions in his three years at Connecticut. How many touchdown passes do you think Tim Boyle had? In his career? In his career at Connecticut. He had 13 picks. I'm going 35. <laughs> Lower. You're 30. Looking, I love that you don't know this yet. Lower. 25. Lower. 20. Lower. 13? Lower. 10? Lower. I love this. No, this cannot be right. It's a fact. Nine? Um, lower. Eight? Lower. Seven? Lower. Six. Oh, I got lower. Five. You just can count the lower. Come on, there's no way. This is this thing, right? It's a fact. It's Three. a fact. Lower. Two. Lower. He come on. He had one. He had that one. There's he had no one. Way. His code stats are 133 for 275, 1,200 passing yards, one touchdown, 13 interceptions. Why is he? What the heck? What? Oh, I heard this. I, I was worried about doing the show this late because this was everywhere. Oh. Wait a minute, dude. Are you sure you got this right, Tim Boyle? <laughs> no, I no. know I do because this was everywhere. Okay, because it says he played at Connecticut and Eastern Kentucky. Because uh, I'm looking at it right here. This is it. I wouldn't be so confident if this wasn't everywhere. Like part of my take ran with it. I uh, forget. I forget another another maybe Ravel maybe ran with it too. Because this what I'm seeing is uh, 2017. He had 13 interceptions and 11 touchdowns. This is his career at Connecticut. So maybe he improves at Eastern oh, okay. Kentucky. Maybe that's what it is then. Because oh, I can't he's improved. Think. Yeah, he went from <laughs> one touchdown to 11. Okay, so that's his Connecticut career. Okay, now we're making a little bit more sense because that's his Connecticut career. He goes to Eastern Kentucky and doesn't completely crap the bed, I guess. Wow. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> Holy and, and I was worried, I was worried about that gap because I think he's a four-year player. So and that's 2015 is where it ends at Connecticut. So this cut that's him off. Terrible. What I'm looking at is the the, the sports reference. It, it doesn't have his uh Eastern yeah. Kentucky on there at all. Okay. There we go. Now a random stat for you this week. I've heard that this means absolutely nothing, but it is hilarious to me. 
It's uh, probably all, well, it might not be all the Falcons talk we get into, <laughs> but a little bit. Every team that has played the Falcons, the next week, they have lost. We're in week 12. That's, a, that's, a, that's insane. Wow. So I guess the Bucks lost week three. Is that the Rams? Wow. That's the Rams. Yeah, that's yeah. the Rams game because I remember saying, you ain't playing Atlanta anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's, a, that's another random set. All right, what do you have? It's kind of hard doing this. I feel like we're in like some weird twilight zone because it's hard yeah. to do this after. Uh, well, we can we can recap a little bit on the week eleven games and then get into week twelve, the Thanksgiving games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one piece of advice for the Cleveland Browns: Please bench Baker Mayfield. What are you doing? Yeah, he's not healthy. There's he's not healthy, stuff. and you're not dropping off. You're not dropping that that off to Keenum. Keenum's serviceable. Yeah, that's. I don't understand what's going on there. And you have Chubb back now. You're getting Hunt back. I would think if Hunt not this back. week, then next. You're getting so Hunt, you get back. Hunt back. You're getting <laughs> Hunt back. If not this week, then next. I think it is this week, though. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, I like that the Texans got a big win against the Titans. I did, except for it's the daggone parlay. Pretty, pretty much secured the Lions with the number one pick this year. I love it. Because there's no way they're winning two games. You don't think? <laughs> no. I mean, for what? They only got six. They get the Bears. They get the Bears again, right? I don't think. Uh, Let me take a look here. I think. I think it's the Bears. I think they have Denver next. And they no, no, it's the Vikings at Denver, Cardinals at Falcons at Seattle, then Green Bay. They can beat the. I mean, I'm not telling you right. I'm not even trying to do a reverse jinx. And we've seen it. Weird stuff happens in those games. They can beat them. Um. Um, and they could beat the Broncos, possibly. Yeah, I just don't see them. You want one, right? You just want one. Yeah, I do. I do want one. You want one. Absolutely. I, 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 yeah. um, but in another typical Lions fashion, find ways to lose. <laughs> who is that on? I know. That's the coach. That's the coach. But which, I mean, it's going to fall up to Campbell. But that one oh, coach I is the one that called the yeah. time out. But, I don't. I mean, he's going to get the, the brunt of it. But, um and did you see that picture that Jeremy posted in Discord? Like, I'm oh, third and five, four. five off of yeah, third and four. Yeah. They're playing about five, five or six yards off the receivers. Yeah, it's just terrible. I don't. Know. I don't know what did they do when they. I don't know what they could have done to justify it once it snapped. But sometimes you know you disguise coverages. But I don't know what you can disguise right there. They're terrible. Okay, that's oh. enough Lions fix. Um, last week, but Ooh. nothing else really stands out. I mean, the the Falcons get embarrassed on Thursday night. They had no weapons. Um, they had Bills no weapons. Got destroyed there. by the Colts. The bill that's the that's the right, that's the shocker of the week. Texans are the time, but Titans are banged up. That's the shocker, yeah. That's uh, uh, absolute, yeah. They destroyed them. Um, Eagles seem to be righting the ship a little bit here. Uh, hats off to Mr. Hertz, he's playing well. He's playing well. <laughs> uh, it's hurt to say that. No, nah, it's hurt to say that. Um, <laughs> I just love that, the, and we'll go into this a little bit later. But I just love that the Saints are just like, yeah, Trevor Simeon, that's the guy. So, yeah, you would think that they would have looked at towards a Cam or you know any Rivers. I don't know. Uh, well, I don't see, really see anything else in there. We can talk about twelve of the games that have already happened. Yeah, let's talk. Okay, so the Lions do their thing. I, I thought it was fine. I, I think I saw a thing or heard a stat today. 
that the road team has lost on Thanksgiving the last three years? No, the road team is, has has. Uh, I meant uh, the home team. The home team is like all three games. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. I thought I heard that too. I could have swore that the Falcons game against New Orleans, when Matt Ryan gets stiff arm through the earth, I could have swore. You know, I'm talking about the Cam Jordan gift. Yeah. I could have swore that was in New Orleans. Well, let's see. Um, I can look at it. Um, wait. Yeah, because all team, all team, yeah. Thanksgiving. I'm going to pull it up right now. Yeah. Winless for the third consecutive year. Maybe maybe I'm a year early on that, but maybe it was Atlanta, I guess so. Oh, we might have been wearing throwbacks. Oh, I think it was Atlanta. Let's see, last year, did we only get two Thursday night games last year? I guess. Okay, Houston beat Detroit. I remember Washington that, beat yeah. Dallas. Yeah, okay, Washington yeah. crushed Dallas. Yeah, that was Antonio Gibson went off. I felt so good. Yeah, all right, let's see. 2019. Course, I pulled up the wrong week. Was there only two last year? Yeah, it looks Is that like a COVID it. thing. Okay. Yeah. In 2019, the Bears beat the Lions, Bills beat Dallas, and the Saints beat the Falcons. It was in Atlanta. Yeah. When you yep. said, he, I think he's wearing the throwbacks in that. Yeah. So three yeah. years in a row, the home team's That's lost. wild. That's wild. Uh, well, it's um, not surprising with the Lions. But. Right. I mean, but you got other games too. Um, okay. Anything else from NFL? Oh, we do have something else from these games. The Raiders, oh, Raiders Cowboys, absolutely insane game. That was a great game. It was I mean, a little more with the but... with the penalties. Yeah, twenty okay. penalties in that game. Let me just say this: uh, you know how much you know, like my my favorite things in the world is devil's advocating. Like, I'll, you know, what I mean, you know how I am. I'm always the well. Think about it like this: whose fault is it really? Okay, yeah, the refs. Everybody's getting on the refs. You're calling too many penalties, what not. But also, what if the players are just committing penalties like more yeah, than the players normally would? And I got it. You want me not throw the flag? Um, I know the Lions, the Lions spoke up after the game and were criticizing the refs, even the players. So I think they're going to get some fines. But like, for, I, I think uh, there was uh, three consecutive holds on one drive. For holding was seemed to be really bad. Yeah, now, I, I think I think I said this in Discord as well. Um, the the PIs, the pass appearances, most of them look pretty legit. I don't like that last one. I don't, what? I don't, yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I guess that, yeah. that is the rule of the law. I hate these underthrown balls getting PIs. Yes, I do too. I think that should be looked at. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I blame the Cowboys. Carr was doing it all game long. He was chucking mm-hmm. up these straight, like, Tebow missiles that are just like <laughs> 40, 40 yards in the air um, and just hoping. That something happens, and that is what's going to happen. If it's underthrown, I don't know. Like I, I want them. I like this uh, thing the refs are doing now, where they get the guy in the ear real quick and say, "Hey, that was wrong." Let's let's uh, put some more juice in that. Like let's say that ball was underthrown. I know. I know they had, that probably had to come with a rule change, but <laughs> you know that ball was underthrown. No go. Yeah. Because what's he supposed? To, I don't know what he's supposed to do. Turn. I guess he tried to even turn around and got his head boxed in. The Bills, the Bill Saints game that night was terrible. Yeah, well, I loved it, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but still, it was not good. Right, it was. It was not. It was nice to have Mississippi, Mississippi State on at the same time, even though that game kind of got out of hand as well. Uh, Brandon loses 
Right, 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 right. It's awesome. Um, Get your hands off my couch. <laughs> I hate the couch. Oh, I hate it. Now, are we going to talk about this? We're going to have a nice little point of contention here, and then we'll get on to our draft. I know, you, I know you don't want to – you don't know this is coming. I know you don't want to say it happened, but it basically happened. <laughs> it, it, it happened. It did not. That was the spirit of what I'm talking about. You talked about a quarterback got, throwing right. a pass. In the honor of a holiday engineer. season, in the honor of a holiday season, I will admit my wrong part of this of being way too specific in my example. But basically, what I'm trying to say is the, the NBA play of catching the ball, flipping out of bounds, and throwing it back what happened, should happen more in the NFL. But I mean, that's as close as we're going to get to they actually do what I'm saying, but that. It happened, and people lost their minds. Detroit, as that I was, that was a great play by this defensive player. Presence of mind. These are world class yeah. athletes. But that is nothing like it is close. You ball. have to admit that it is close to us. No, so. You leave your feet. You throw the what ball he, back about. What he and, did is the equivalent of being on special teams and trying to get the ball, and knocking the ball back from going over the goal line. That's all he did. No, did yes, the guy not catch it in the did. air? No, he didn't catch it in the air. It was a fumble. I thought, no, when he tosses it back. Yeah, it bounced up, and he caught it and threw it back in Yeah, bounds. I know that. But when he threw it back in bounds, it was it was caught, right? It didn't yeah, it was fumble. caught. Okay, was okay, caught. yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Okay, that's what I mean. But to me, that's just the equivalent of the punt. No, because the other guy just has to touch it. Okay, anyways. Well, I guess semantics. But, yeah, <laughs> amazing. All right, you ready? <laughs> Our thankful draft. Kind of. I don't really have – Four, but we're gonna do it. Oh God, bless us. Okay, we're gonna go on the fly here. You're going first. Okay. All right. The first thing that I okay, let me explain. We're just doing things we're thankful for, sports wise, fantasy wise. I guess it could be really anything. Uh, the first thing, and hear me out when I say this, before you go all nuts. I want to see if we snipe each other at all. No, look at mine are just generic, and you're gonna be like, what? I am. Mine, I am thankful for the GOAT, Tom Brady. Oh, my Jesus. And let me explain why, okay? Listen, people. Yes, he went to Michigan, all that. But I, I have to talk to you here for a second. Jesus. I am a Detroit Lions fan, okay? I live in misery every single season, Okay. We suck. We haven't won a playoff game since, what was it, 91 or 92? It's the only playoff game we've ever won. We haven't won the division since 1993. My playoff win just blows my yes. damn mind. It's just, you guys don't understand. Like, certain people get mad because, oh, can you root for him? Because, okay, listen, I have to have something. Mm-hmm. Just something. I agree. If he wasn't around, I guess I'd have to find somebody else because I did just – I was the same way with John Elway when he was playing. I love John Elway. But who would it be? I don't that's a good question. Would it have been Breeze? It's not gonna be Rogers. No. Like if it's someone current, it would have been Manny. I like like Josh Allen. I like Josh Allen. Yeah, but I'm talking about like like, he's don't have the tenure yet. Oh, okay. Talking about the tenure. Would it have been Uh, Manning? Would it have been Manning? I never hated Manning. I think Manning's too boring for you. Yeah. Um, 
That's a good thing. That's a that's a tough maybe one breeze, but I don't know. No, no, I don't. I don't never like New Orleans. Yeah, but it's pretty interesting. I just have to have. If it wasn't for that, him being there, I, football would suck for me. <laughs> it would really suck. Okay, let's be honest. My team sucks. <laughs> My fantasy teams over the year have sucked. My college team has beaten the rival twice in 17 years or something. So I got to have something. So I am thankful for that. Go ahead. Cuss me out for saying Tom uh, Brady. No, it's fine. We're, we will uh, we'll stay true to form here. Um, and we'll do both your sticks. You'll do your Tom Brady thing. And my first thing I will say is I am thankful for the extended length of the point after touchdown, the PAT, the extended distance, because what has it done? It has forced the NFL out of their dinosaur ways. We're going for two more and more and more. We're seeing misses. It's chaos. And it's going to eventually lead to what we all know should happen. Very minimal, if any, field goals, extra <laughs> points kicked in the NFL. So happy to see it. I believe uh, Zerline missed one in the Dallas game. Completely changed everything. Yeah. So, I am very for that, huh? I am very thankful for that. It's making coaches get out of their own way and making people make the smart decisions to go for two more often. It should be every time, by the way. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. My next thankful, and this is probably the only one I really have right off the top of my head (laughs) that I came up with, is I am thankful for one of your friends. One of your good friends, Brett. And that friend is named Matthew Smith. <laughs> I am so thankful to have someone in this league that I can relate to that is so angry, hates everything. We have the same temperament a lot of times. We think alike on some things, I guess. It's just good to have someone that can come in and just be like myself and not be whole happy, happy, joy, joy, buddy, skippy. buddies. You know, <laughs> So thank you, Matt. I appreciate you. Thanks for being just like me. Thanks. For- <laughs> uh, oh, did you? That, that that's an all-time sports bad beat. Did you see that? When I put this bet. Uh, uh no. Okay, so he had me place it before the game, uh, and because obviously, uh, uh, Tim and Matt were in Dallas. For the Raiders and Cowboys. He yeah. places it before the game. It really is a sick beat. Um, it's plus 375. Derek Carr to throw for two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs to run for a touchdown. Josh, Derek Carr, Deshaun Jackson, like first drive, first play, first or second play of the game. The, the Hail Mary to Deshaun Jackson that he scores. Then they get the P.I., uh, one, of many, one of many P.I.s that they get right down the goal line, and Josh Jacobs runs it in. He had that in the first seven minutes. All we needed was one more Derek Carr touchdown with oh. with three and a half quarters of football left, basically. Didn't oh. get it. They were in the they were they they go on the kick uh, four or five field goals more. Yeah, they go, yeah. So it's, it's a pretty sick beat. Uh yeah, sucks. Beat. oh no, because they get that. No, they they kick they kick four or five field goals and they have one more touchdown, but it's Mariota running it in. So sick. So sick. Yeah, that sucks. Now, my next my next piece here. I am going to be thankful for Sean Payton's love 
weird love of Taysom Hill. <laughs> New Orleans quarterback Taysom Hill signed a, new, a unique four-year hybrid type of contract extension that would be worth anywhere between $40 million and $95 million, depending on what position he plays, and includes a $22.5 million guarantee. This is the weirdest coach-player relationship in sports, weirder than Gruden and Peterman. <laughs> this is absolutely bizarre. I don't know what they're doing. Simeon's in there. Hill now can't play that much, if at all, because if he gets if Simeon gets hurt, they have no one. It's a weird box that they've they put themselves into. I was gonna ask, do you think he gets to start coming up because Simeon played so bad? I don't know why he wouldn't, but I don't know what I don't know what we're doing. I don't I don't know, but I'm happy with it. Perfectly happy with it. Uh, I was going to say what we're doing. I don't know what. As a, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't. I don't understand it. I love it. Uh, we have them in Atlanta um, coming up, uh, but hopefully they don't have it figured out by then. But uh, yeah, I love Sean Payton's love. I'm thankful for Sean Payton's love of Taysom Hill and this weird freaking I'm a genius dynamic. <laughs> Well, my the next one that I'm thankful for is it's gonna be a little odd, but I am thankful for Google Sheets. <laughs> you know why? Because you wouldn't know so what the heck go was going on. Look, so I can go back and look at my awesome drafting over the past ten years in this league. Oh, just going back. Let's see. Let's take a look. The let's hear some first round picks. Let's see. Let's hear. Let's see. Two thousand draft. Two thousand twelve draft. Number four, I took Justin Blackman. Guy could Amazing. Could stay off the drugs. Yep. Been drunk since he's 12 years old. Yeah, terrible. Second That's a sad I, story. Second round, I took Ryan Bro- Broyles for the Lions. Yeah, I remember that. Oklahoma. Yeah, he was terrible. The inaugural draft, I traded a bunch of picks to Timothy to go up to get Tim or Tim Stafford. Matt Stafford mm-hmm. just destroyed my team. Oh, let's see some of these other ones. Eric E. Brown in the first round. That's not terrible. That's terrible. In a dynasty league. Amir Abdullah in the first round. <laughs> oh, Zeke Elliott. That's a good one. Yeah, it would have been good if you freaking had him during his prime prime. Well, I had four first round picks in this draft. Zeke, Josh Doxon, Sterling Shepard, and Will <laughs> Fuller. Not... Ugh. Okay, 2017. <laughs> Friend of the KDFL podcast, Corey Davis. Yeah. Who you've since traded, have you not? Yeah. Yeah. Right when he blew. Here we go. 2018. Darius Goosh. The Goosh. The Goosh. Rashad Penny. Then I had had Lamar Jackson. Thank God. Yeah. 2019. Here we go. That's DK. It's DK. It's DK. DK was second round. round. Yeah, yeah. Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson, 2020. Guy's not even dressing. He was a healthy scratch. Zach Moss. <laughs> so thank you, Google Sheets. If it wasn't for you, we could sit and have this little segment and laugh at myself. You didn't have one this year, right? No, I didn't. Best pick you've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Nope, did not have one. I think my highest pick was... It's got to be around uh, 15 or wherever. 17. Yeah, 17. Because 17 is Parsons. Davis, linebacker, Washington. Has he done anything? 
Nope. Not really. <laughs> nope. Uh, this one's kind of, my next one is kind of a, kind of a more normal one. Fable for the Manning cast. This is absolutely oh, yeah. my favorite way to watch it now. Look, Barstool's doing this a long time ago. But this is a little bit better, more professional way. Imagine that. But watch along with people is much more fun to me. It's But one big caveat, it cannot be your team playing. Right. I, I, I think I wouldn't like that if it was my team playing. Uh, there's a lot of times I like it when there's no one there and it's just him and Eli. Right. It, I love I the love, scuff moments where they just have yes. – they've ironed out a lot. But I love listening to Peyton – like get upset when they do something stupid. And he can, you can see tell he tries on. to do the balance of how bad yeah. I rip them here. But this it's is great. I love different. it. Um, so. I think it's I think it's very well put together. I would I would be I guess, I guess the ratings are still holding uh, firm for the regular broadcast. I don't think enough people know about it. Um, enough people don't want to go away from the typical caller uh, commentary. But um, the guests they've been able to get have been amazing. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely incredible, incredible guests. Uh, I know they uh, they like to tie one or two of them back to the city that they're playing in, which I think is is pretty is pretty smart uh, aspect. As yeah, well. well, I'll sit here watching the game, and Lisa will be on the couch. She's always on her phone, just doing whatever. She's not even watching the game, but she'll start laughing because she'll hear the conversations going on. Oh yeah, she has like no interest in the game, but she'll hear them going on, and she's like, "That's hilarious." Yeah. Um, I mean, think of the moments we've got. We've got Gronk saying he doesn't he doesn't uh, watch film at all. Yeah. The double bird from Eli. Have you noticed the last Marshawn? They haven't had t- or guys that are currently in the NFL. Cause that curse. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, right let's you got see. one more. My last one's really generic, but I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit. I'm thankful for the NFL, and the reason why I'm thankful for the NFL. It could be so much worse. It could be college football. We all oh. hate how, how college football ends. And at least in the NFL, the NFL is competitive. You have one mm. or two bad teams, but there's never any – if you see a double-digit point spread, it's very rare in the NFL. It is. Where, like, your favorite team in college, there's at least three or four games a year where your team's just like a 20-point favorite or – Right. Unless you're like a Vanderbilt fan, but they're just games that just don't really matter, and they're just shitty games. Well, and there's very rarely, like any week, where if you tell me something happens, like I wouldn't be like, I I could never see that coming. Like it's it's yeah. much, the parody is absolutely incredible. I don't even know how they do it. Uh, I know. I mean, there's only 32 teams. I get it. Compared to college and other teams. Well, I, well, I'm just comparing it to other sport. I guess it's it's the, yeah. it's the one 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 time thing here. Uh, but I'm looking like if I'm trying to see a freaking there's not even an even match this week. I, I, I hate to keep going back to I hate to, Jags beat the Falcons. I wouldn't even think twice about it. Yeah. yeah? Um so yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just uh, the, the parody it's just a is really amazing. good pro- it's a great product, I think. I feel like every week is like you're flipping a coin in your game. At least maybe it's just from a, a crappy team, a, a fan of a crappy team's standpoint. Uh, well, but, even if you look at the Lions, they right. haven't won a game all year, but a lot of their games are super close. Right, right. And right. come down to the end. Yeah. So. Uh, let's let's segue right to my final thing to be thankful for, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take up for you, Mr. Fields, here. 
I am thankful you animals out there, you people, I am thankful for the tradition of the lions playing on Thanksgiving, you monsters. Stop trying to take this away from the lions. This is a tradition. They should be on it every time. Them and the cow, whatever with the cowboys, whatever. But the lions, this team, this is going to be backhanded, not meant to be insulted. This team does not have a lot going for it. How many primetime games do you think the Lions would be in a year if not for Thanksgiving? Give one this team, time. give this fan base one time, one moment to shine where everybody can join in on rooting, rooting for this lovable loser team one time together. Join together. You all get to experience one time a year what these Lions fans have to go through now 17 times a year. You can give thanks, eat your turkey, your mashed potatoes, your stuffing, shut up, watch this team, enjoy it. Yeah. I saw a lot more of that push for that, to get rid of the final things. I get tired of that every year. Every year I hear that. Be thankful. (laughs) Yep. It's not always going to be like this. They will start winning. (laughs) Do we have a a big brain segment this week? No, because Brett's big brain happened right in front of us. I don't think you want to go back to it again. He tossed it back, left his feet, tossed it back okay. into the field of play, and it was caught. <laughs> and everybody said, oh, God, oh, my God. That's, my brain's never comprehended that somebody could do I'm gonna, that. I'm going to have to smack Fields upside the head for even suggesting that. I love it. That. I love it. This is all on you, Fields. You know what's sad? I didn't even see it really that much live. I was talking to my dad out back, and then he, he, he said, look at my face, oh. and I looked at the TV, and there it is. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get All right, to you're ready. Week 12. I don't We're know what order games deep. Um, uh, I know the game of the week. We're going to do the Thunder Buddy game of the week. I know that. So okay. save, that, save that for last. You can pick the first game, and we'll roll with it. Right, this is going to be different game. because we have games uh, in play. I mean, yeah. some some things have happened here that might have changed some things. All right, we're going to do the uh, Roxalana Renegades against my Elfie River Rats Ooh, right the now. The Lions fans played each other on the Thanksgiving week. We've both had four players go right now. Eric's up thirty-one to twenty-seven. Uh, you look at his matchups. You got Stafford and Green Bay. I'm hoping it's cold. And snowy or something to hold back him. I'm really anxious to see this Jonathan Taylor going against Tampa Bay's defense, run defense, because he's been smoking like the last few weeks or whatever. Um, so I want to see if they can contain him. Uh, Cordell Patterson's back, I guess. So yes, he is. Thank the Lord. Uh, two against Carolina. I'm not really a big fan of that. You look at my matchups, you got Lamar versus Cleveland tomorrow or Sunday night. I, I just don't like my team. I have to start Rex Burkhead. What is going on here? It's not terrible, terrible. No. I got <laughs> DK Metcalf has been just not very good, but I think that has a lot to do with his quarterback situation. Wilson has been awful since he's came back. Um, having to start CJ Uzumama. I don't know how you say that. Uzama. I know. I was being sarcastic. I don't know if you know. We just did the coach thing. I know it's not Uzumama. What? Who's your mama? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Kelsey's on a bye this week, so that hurts me a lot. Uh, Eric's 
projected by like 11, 12 points right now to beat me. I'm going to say, I'm going to pick myself though. I have a feeling somehow Lamar and Rogers and Adams have a huge game this week and lift me to victory. It's probably, man, if I could pick, if I, if I can make a bold prediction for this game, I guess it's not too, too bold. It kind of is. I don't think either team, these matchups suck for both y'all. I don't think I don't think either team's gonna get above 200. That's my little bold prediction. We'll see. Maybe you get some defensive points. Eric's projected 229. You're project no, he was projected 229. That's come down. You're projected 216. Eric's projected 228. Um, but these matchups are rough. Corderell is gonna have a banged up ankle. I don't like the Green Bay defense is, is it had a rough one against the Minnesota last week, though. Um you've had so much. We both had two offensive players go already. So yeah, very underwhelming. Yeah. Um, I am going to betray my renegade's love. I had, I have to keep my objectivity. So I'm gonna go river rats in this one, but it's ugly. Yeah, it's very ugly. Just just because I mean Lamar in Cleveland, maybe he I, I have I trust his upside a lot with the running. Right. So okay. Pick next. Next. We're going to go with our co-host that's not here, the Wake Forest Lumberjacks, hosting the Kanawha County Kings. Oh, no. Right? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Right now, we, uh, the Kings hold a 53-10 to 10 lead. Uh-oh. The Lumberjacks are still projected to win by about 15 points. Hmm. Um, Lumberjacks have Matt Ryan against Jags, Trevor Lawrence against the Falcons. That's interesting. Uh Chris Godwin, I don't know what's going on there. He seems like I don't know if it's me. He just seems like he has a, a good game like every other week. I could be wrong. It's too many weapons. It spreads out too thin. Uh, looking at these matchups, Chubb against Baltimore. I guess Hunt's going to be back, so they'll do their usual split their things. Uh, Mac Jones against Tennessee. I like that because Tennessee seems to be banged up. I don't like Taylor Heineke. You were so not confident right there. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> I, I don't know. Tim does get lucky here with A.J. Dillon. This is running back now. But yeah. I'm still going to have to go with the Lumberjacks. I think they're going to come back and get this one. Oh, man. Do I do it? Elijah Moore in Houston. Um. Ah, oh, man. Uh, let's see. We you went through a lot of the matchups there. Gallup had a nice showing with, with Tim in attendance in Dallas. You know what? Tim took a horrible loss in real time with the Cowboys losing to the Raiders. I'm going to take him to get this upset win because he's right there, right below the field doze line. I'm going to predict him to get his third win of the year. We'll see if he get, he needs to get Hunt in that lineup if Hunt's playing if if Hunt is playing which I believe he is I don't think there's any hindrance there so he needs to get Hunt in that lineup. Elijah Moore I hit on that earlier I really like what he's doing. I'm worried that Mac Jones won't have to do anything to beat the Titans. That's what's causing me a little bit of hesitation here because the Titans are banged up beyond belief. I'm worried he won't even have to throw for 200. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah, I'm going with the Kings. Since they have points on the board already, albeit not the best, but he's on the board. All so. right. Okay, next we're going to go 
the defending champs on the road, Cross Vegas Gamblers at the Hurricane Wampus Cats. Wampus Cats. This ooh, is another, another, ooh. Wampus Cats up 70 to 7. Ooh, another uh, ooh. Still got Justin Herbert to go. Doesn't have a lot of offense. He had five guys on offense already to go. So. Had Matt Breida in the offensive. Yeah. Looking at the Gamblers, Tom Brady gets the Colts. Fournette. Daniel Jones still rolling out there with Daniel Jones. Who's his backup quarterback? Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I love you trying to have... avoid giving advice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I think the Gamblers are going to come back and get this win. Look, everything I just said. About Tim's team having points in the in the board on the board already could apply here, except I'm not picking the Wampus Cats. Not with you selling off your whole team. I said it from the beginning. I'll stick to it again. Gamers win, improved to nine and three. All right, next we go to the Battle of Florida, the Baboli Bearded Bastards taking on your Melbourne Mega Powers. Wow, this is a high scoring game already. One hundred six for. Or 107 for Matt and 74 for you. Matt's already got big games out of Jacobs, Renfro, and Carr. Schultz. Uh, okay. Scott McCaffrey. Interesting to see what Wilson's going to do against Washington. You, on the other hand. Uh, what? I don't know. I just don't know where you're getting your I don't know where you're getting your points from. What do you mean? Well, to come back, I mean, I guess Gibson will have to have a big game. Yeah. Cooks. I don't, I don't know, dude. Yeah. I yeah, gotta go just throw your hands up. You do yeah. the same thing. Every time you look at my lineup, you miss. No. Well, where, where are you going to get the points from? You all wait till. Where do you mean where I'm going to get the points from? Seattle's rush defense, is it good? No, it's not. And on the flip side, Russ has looked terrible. Now, if he's going to come back, this is going to be the matchup he's going to do it against with, with the Washington uh, D. Um, I'm tell you what, once I get to Alabama three, once Ridley comes back, when we go Smith, Ridley, Judy, it's going to be on. Trying to wait it out. I'll be in person to watch Marvin Jones destroy us. Um, I like a lot of my offensive matchups. The players aren't great, but the matchups are. So I am going. Picking yourself. I'm picking myself. I haven't picked myself one time this year. Yes, picking the mega powers. We're within striking distance of, of, and this will be the nail in the coffin. This will be where he just gives up, gives up completely. Five and seven. You ain't getting in. Oh, excuse me. All you right. Can still, you can still get in a playoffs at seven and seven. But yeah. All right, next, we got the Polka Pharmacist taking on the Dunbar Dobermans. Look at the projections on this game. I've been shocked. I feel like a moron. I've been shocked every every projection I've looked at. Uh, They both have 14 players left. Uh, You look at the Dobermans, he's had Josh Allen and Cole Komet on his offense go, while pharmacists have had Zeke, Diggs, and Waller. Waller, he got hurt in that game, didn't he? Yeah, but it's not serious. Okay. Oh, because he only put up five points. Yeah, you got her. All right, you look at this. You got Cam and Amy. Uh, Gronk, who knows what Gronk's going to do? He just seems like he's hurt all the time. Uh, I like Najee Harris against Cincy. D 
Deontay Johnson's going to put up some numbers. I want to see if Od- Odell Beckham's going to do anything this mm-hmm. week. But uh, looking at this, I'm going to go with the Dobermans. I think they're going to pull the upset off this week. I seriously think that this game is so – it could be so close that it could really hinder on do the Broncos after their bye – do they really – do they start landing on Javante Williams more? Yeah. And can that be um, – because the Chargers funnel everything forward. They funnel everything into a run. Um, so, that could be really what, what puts them over the top. I like Pittman getting Tampa Bay secondary. Um, Diggs has already put in a good performance. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Durbans as well. I mean, this oh. is even an anti-LJ thing. I like these matchups a lot. I like that he's already yeah. got Allen in the in the door with with uh, twenty nine points. So yeah, give me the Dobermans. All right, next we go to the main event, the game of the week: Thunder Buddy versus Thunder Buddy. <laughs> the South Hills Evil Empire are on the road to Marmette to take on the Midnight Riders. Right now, we have a score of. 20 for the Empire to 26 for the Midnight Riders. Uh, both have 17 guys to go yet. Uh, looking at these matchups. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> My, I, Mike's, Mike's team just a lot comes down to his chargers. You know? Yeah. If they go off, his team is going to score ton of points um mike williams keenan allen eckler so they're, t- they're at denver i think that they can put up some points there i really need the evil empire to win this game so with that and that reason only <laughs> i'm going with the evil empire um, I am also picking Evil Empire here. I think James Robinson is going to absolutely destroy the Falcons' run defense. It's absolutely terrible. But speaking of Falcons and running, Devonta Freeman, at, he's had a heck of a little resurgence here. Um, best best running back with the Ravens. I mean, 11, 12, 17, 8, and 20. I mean, he's he's, he's who saw that coming? Um but I, I think it's just I like I like the running back matchups again with Robinson and Barkley. Cup has been amazing. Ah, that's going to be a fun matchup for Cup with Green Bay. Um, but Jalen Hurts gets the Giants. Giants haven't done much of anything on defense. And like I said, the Chargers funnel to the run, which means Teddy B. I'll be surprised if he gets to the seventeen points that he's projected. And I don't trust Zach Wilson. So for that reason, I am going Evil Empire. Nice. All right. Now there we have it, boys. There we have it. Um, go ahead, locks of the week. What did you do last week? I went one and one. Okay, I got my upset, lost my lock of the week. Uh, I know I took the Giants. <laughs> that did not turn out very well. Uh, this week, uh, for my lock of the week, which I already forgot. Amazing. I'm pulling this this up as we speak. I'm going to go Ravens minus three and a half against the Browns. Uh, And for my lock of the week, 
some reason, I think the Packers are going to take down the Rams. Uh, I don't see the Rams coming in there. Hopefully, Lambeau's cold. I don't know. I have no clue. I haven't even looked at the forecast. But I'm Amazing. going with the Packers. And, Brett, you suck. <sighs> All right. My – I went one and one as well. I took my lovely Lions to cover against the Browns, which they did. And I had the Bears to beat the Ravens, and it came very close. Lost on a field goal. Uh, so one and one there. Uh, so it's two and one on upsets of the week and two whatever and one. <laughs> I think it's two <laughs> nine, two eight and one, two eight and one. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Two eight and one um, on my locks of the week, using that term very loosely. As always, follow us at the KDFL podcast, as well as I'll need some feedback for your football and fantasy football moments that you are <laughs> thankful for. You forgot there, didn't you? Yes, I did. I want to make sure we got that. Now, for my lock of the week, I am going I've, – I've tossed a few back and forth here. I'm going to go with the Chargers and give the two and a half to the Broncos. I think the Chargers should be should absolutely steamroll them. They've been kind of weird how they've kind of slumped as of late. So look for them to bounce back. And my upset of the week, you know how I do it. I do it every time. A team gets embarrassed. A team gets a victory. I go with the team that got embarrassed the following week. Give me the Giants to upset the Eagles. The Giants are at home. They've just shed it off Jason Garrett. It's, it's the kitchen show, baby. Freddie Kitchens is back in all of our lives. Calm plays. Let Daniel cook. And for Jonathan, Detroit Haynes, for Mr. Phil Ruxy, we will see you next week. Next week is post-trade deadline in the KDFL podcast, or the KDFL. So, therefore, we will have a special segment revolved around that that you are sure to love because you love us. So, once again, because I messed this ending up very badly, for Jonathan Detroit Haynes, for Mr. Phil Rexy, I'm Brett Steele, and we will see you next week right here on the KDFL Fantasy Football, Football. Podcast.